and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels and interesting sounds from around the world. Hosted by me, Gareth Main, And me, Anthony Chalmers. of the independent music podcast you just heard the sounds of Tal National from Nigeria absolutely love those guys apparently they're one of the biggest bands in their in their uh, in their home country and they're now they signed to Fat Cat Records and now release over here I'm desperate to see them live sort of polyrhythmic incredible guitar work uh, yeah interesting stuff I like interesting stuff I like Yes. Did you say hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast? I okay. Did. That's, that's it. Aim one ear out the other <laughs> for me. That's, uh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, me and Gareth are not on top form uh, today. I overdid it last night, and Gaz has just been overdoing it in life. Yeah, just generally. <laughs> just generally. That's how I. That's how I live. Um, uh, yeah, I've got lots of silly music this week. Um, the first track though isn't so silly, but I've got a nice triple. What we do? What do you call like three things? Like it's a triple whammy. Yeah, tri- yeah. Let's go with triple whammy, triple threat of like silly songs, which are all also awesome at the same time. The first one though is from a Swiss, uh, a London-based Swiss producer called Break Plus. This track's called Crooked Love. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sounds of Break plus the track's called Crooked Love. It's taken from an EP called Instant Bull. Yeah, I like that. Like that a lot. Who is, who is Break Plus then? Uh, I'm not a huge, uh, not a huge fan. I'm not hugely knowledgeable on that fact. Um, he, yeah, the label is the label of a guy called Mr. Beatnik, yeah, who's produced on. Uh, Mr. Beatnik, and it's no, he's on NTS. Yeah, he DJs at Corsica Studios all the time. Yeah, so that's his the debut release on his record label called Mythstery Records. I'm not going to spell it out. And it says it's a celebration of Anatolian rock history, which marries funky Turkish source material with deft MPC sampling skills. And it's out on the 6th of November. Cool. Yeah, I, I look forward to hearing more. Yes, when I was reading up about it, Break Plus is like an alter ego of someone who has done a lot of collaborations over the last 15 or years or so, but then I didn't write down what those were. Because I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll remember that knowledge. Remember. I'll remember that knowledge. No. But, but no. no. But, but it's really good. Go check it out, soundcloud.com forward slash mythstery records if you can guess how to spell it. Cool. Brand new music uh, for me next. Um, an artist that I absolutely love. It's from Austria. It's called Soap and Skin. Uh, a pianist and singer and songwriter and all round awesome person. You're, all, you're altogether your favourite person ever, I think you once said to me. Yeah. In she's, conversation. She's very, very beautiful. <laughs> okay, yeah, her music is also incredibly okay. good. Yes, <laughs> is the correct answer. <laughs> um, anyway, she has covered uh, a sort of un- unlikely sort of character where she's covered Omar Solomon. <laughs> Mawal Jamar, and that's just up on her SoundCloud. She's done two albums and an EP, and uh, she took taken a few years off um, as she uh, had a had a kid a couple of years ago. And uh, hopefully, this signals a return to new record and touring because of yeah, I'm a massive fan. More people need to cover Omar Suleiman because some of his tracks are 
absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and you, exactly, and you can give a sort of very interesting spin. I mean, she's obviously singing in the language there as well, which I guess she's just like learning the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's also the translations up on the SoundCloud, so yeah. Yeah, she obviously well went to the trouble of getting Google to translate it yeah. for her at least. Yeah, we we played Omar Solomon on the podcast five years ago or something and I was just remembering how we were looking for a translation of the album and it was I will dig your grave with my hands yeah, it's like oh very nice sir. it's great because the <laughs> press release was talking about how he was how he's like a wedding singer in Syria and uh, he would like travel around like wedding to wedding and a lot of these songs would be written on the road so then having a song from a wedding inspiration being I will dig your grave with my yeah. hands yeah it's not exactly I mean it's not Agadu is it <laughs> oh, no no <laughs> it is not Agadu in more ways than one <laughs> no <laughs> uh, I've got a track up now so the first of my three well I, I okay so I deem them silly that doesn't when I say silly that doesn't mean bad yeah. It just means different. Silly maybe. does not mean bad. No, silly does not mean bad. And the first one is up from a guy called Bill Wells, who we have played mm. on the podcast yep, previously. At least once. Uh, yeah, well, we played him on our, at the start of our comeback, so to speak, with uh, his, Aiden, his collaboration with Aidan Moffat. I first heard of him with his collaborations with Maha Shalal Hasbaz, um, which he did a couple, well, maybe a decade ago now. Uh, Scottish uh, couple of years a decade ago oh. yeah I know yeah. <laughs> that's me just realising I've just had a birthday and yeah. being like oh happy yeah. birthday guys thanks mate uh, yeah just re- just realised that in two years time I've been an adult for longer than I was a child it's an interesting realisation for you anyway so Bill Wells has a new uh, album coming out he's collaborated with loads of people on this one uh, it's called Nursery Rhymes which I think you can tell what it is by this by the title. It's called nursery rhymes because nursery rhymes. Yeah, because that's what nursery is. rhymes and yeah, this is the first track off it. It's called Three Blind Mice.
So there is us, yeah, four minutes out of Three Blind Mice, featuring Karen Mantler and Yola Tengo as Yola well. Yola Tengo, I know. Karen Mantler, who's that? Uh, she is a New York-based singer and not much uh, American jazz musician. I think she appears quite often on the record. And, yeah, I think she's just a... Someone who went and helped uh, build because it was all recorded in um, New York as well. So a lot of the musicians on on there are New York based, New York based, or around there because they didn't have the money to fly everyone over. There were a couple of people they did get in from elsewhere, so they had like Norman Blake on it uh, from Teenage Fan Club, oh, nice. and also Isabel Campbell's on it, and a couple of people from Deer Hoof, so Satomi Matsuzaki and Greg Son Saunier. That is a pretty. That is a pretty. Uh illustrious list yeah it is so they got some funding for it um, for the record so went out well, who fun. funded that uh, so I think it was like Arts Council of Scotland or someone in Scotland and so then they went to New York it, which it, it, Scotland doesn't yes yeah, so, and then went, but it was because of the Aidan Moffat the first record they did with Aidan Moffat it did really well and got plenty of awards Can someone fund me to uh, do some unnatural rounds Get some, get get some, uh, get 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 a acclaimed record, yeah, and then you then, then we'll get there. So what I love, can't complain about funding anybody. Never asked. No. So you know, never, never ask, never ask they never get. So one of the great things about the press release is Bill Wells's quote here, which says, "No one's going to say that Humpty Dumpty or Three Blind Mice is one of their favourite tunes, but if I could just do something that made me like the end result, it was justified." So <laughs> fair enough. That's what music's all about, presumably. Um, you can get it's out on. The 20th of November through Karaoke Cork, Cork, which is a Berlin label. Uh, done like They did like the National Jazz Trio of Scotland as well, so I think they must have some sort of relationship mm. with Scotland. But um, yeah, Karaoke Cork, that's lots of Ks in that. Uh, .bandcamp.com to check out more. Cool. Uh, next one from me is going to be Floating Points. Floating Points is a London-based uh, DJ and producer. Um, known for his uh, eclectic crate digging tastes and his long time resi- residency at Plastic People. Apparently, I, I was reading up on it and think he was like a sort of classically trained musician and a qu- choir singer and stuff like that. So he sort of knows what he's doing about that sort of thing. Well, you need to be a choir singer to know what you're doing. <laughs> so. No, but like, uh, he's, no, he's not just a sort of like a DJ, yeah. as in he's, he's very familiar. <laughs> you mean he's not like you? No, he's or very me. familiar how to, how to actually play how to and be a understand musician. music and stuff like that. Anyway, so he's done an album it's coming out I think in a week or two it's called Alenia and this is from it it's called any idea uh, Peroration per- 6 that'll do
great name. That's the sounds of floating point and Periation Six. His album is called Elenium. So that's how you're going for Periation Six. Peroration. I don't know. I should have looked it up to see what it means. You know, could be. No, could be, be fine. could be. Could be. I don't know. Life changing. No one needs to. I'm sure. <laughs> Your life doesn't need any changing apart from the bits that do. So, yeah. <laughs> it all needs changing. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, try to be kind. Floating points is on tour with with an eleven piece band. Uh, uh, in late October and November so playing in Europe and playing in London so playing the rest of the UK as well I wouldn't have thought so no one could afford him oh right okay people, oh, people are increasingly not touring in the rest of the UK that sucks now and for, it really does suck like loads and loads of bands that I book are the only UK dates London hmm. I'd say 50% a friend of mine who lives in Bristol Dave he um put a picture on Facebook a few weeks ago of a band he, he neglected to mention who the band was doing a UK tour but like their tour dates were ridiculous there were some th- this is day by day it was like London Manchester uh, Brighton Glasgow Hull Liverpool <laughs> I think it was more ridiculous than that but it was like went completely like cross country yeah. every single day I guess if they're used to touring America all the drives are still relatively reasonable but it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I don't know. Fire the agent. <laughs> Slap did, about the tour manager. Get, give you the job, maybe. <laughs> or just someone with a map. Yeah. <laughs> just give someone with a map the job. I played in a band about 10 years ago and we were based just near Lincoln. And um, the singer who booked the gigs was like, Oh, and I booked us a gig in Scotland. And I was like, Oh, brilliant. Uh, where are we playing? Like Glasgow. He's like, Aberdeen. I'm like, James, mate, do you know where Aberdeen is? He's just like, just from Edinburgh, he's just mate. like Scotland. I'm like, No. Well, if we're going to drive fucking five hours up to Scotland, we drive another five hours for, <laughs> from Glasgow to Aberdeen. And we didn't play. Sorry, Cafe Drummond. Cafe Drummond. See, that could have been the big break. Yeah. See, I, I know a really good, like, like label scout who was there in Aberdeen that, oh, night, that, night, that, night, that night that exact night he was, just, he was at a loose head he was like oh, there's meant to be this gig at like Cafe Drummond something like that I guess if they're not going to turn up then I won't bother exactly. going down and then instead he signed Foles on that day <laughs> what 10 years ago oh, it could be actually god we're getting old aren't we oh man that makes me feel so old because I was just like oh no but we like oh, we put Foles in bearded like before they released anything like no, that must have been like 10 years ago. I was like, no. Excuse this sort of existential podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's that like, guys, a bit ill and I'm, I'm a bit tired and hungover. And it sort of brings, yeah. <laughs> and it, I've just it had brings a birthday. Out, it brings out the existential stuff. Yeah, it does. Exactly. Well. And Gareth has had his birthday, so he's uh, he's feeling his mortality as another year ticks by. Okay, so I've got a track now from someone who has been dead longer than I've been alive. Okay. So, so that's a pretty long time. <laughs> I, no, not too many people would probably listen to this podcast. Anyway, it's uh, released from on one of mine and Anthony's favourite record labels, Finders Keepers. It's coming out 20th of November. That seems to be a theme. It's uh, a guy called Jeff Crozier and the generate and well and Australian synth duo called the Generator as well. And this track's called Khan Kalili Bazaar. It's quite bizarre. Will you sell me my pyramid, though you have entered without the key? Profanity. You have stolen my treasures. You have kept me here. You have stolen my body like grave robbers in the night you have stolen my food and slaves you have taken my animals and you have scattered my furniture my writing utensils and my favorite scribe throughout the world. You. You have defiled my world. You have interrupted my sleep. You have given me life that my lowest slave cursed before. You. 
was in heaven. I was with my family. I was with my father. But you, give me that which you have taken. Return that which you stole. Give me back my house with ceremony befitting. Let me see my toys again, my animals and my friends again. Return. Come to Egypt. Walk the hall, smell time, taste yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday. What I love is uh, how you know uh, Doug and Andy run Finders Games Records. It's just you know, when you hear that, you're like, I tell you what. Gotta release that. Listen to that. I mean, what a hit! Yeah. <laughs> I, I suspect they didn't ever think at any point in that in the discovery of that record that it was a hit. I don't think. I think they might have just gone. I love this. So this guy started making his synth when he was really young. So why, why not? Put, why not put that up? No, it's like obviously as a label, you know, you might you might hear like loads and loads of stuff that you might want to release. You'll think, oh, that's brilliant, you know. But you know, there's only so many things you can release due to financial constraints and. Yeah. They're hoping that it's going to sell. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, for me, I hear things that I think are really good, but you can think full well knowing that no one is ever, ever going to buy them. <laughs> but credit to uh, them. But, but that. That, that's cool, I like it. Yeah, so it's out on the 20th <clears throat> of November, sorry, it's uh, Jeff Crozier in The Generator. Uh, the track is called Transformer, but that's as in you're reforming trance music or big a trance. That's it. But yeah, out 20th of November on the always amazing Finders Keepers records. Yeah, apparently it was uh, recorded only like a couple of months before it's he died in like what, nineteen eighty one. It's actually the generator for this. Our is actually Australian synth duo Cybertron, uh, who've been previously heard on this podcast. Have they? I, I, I think I played. Them. Wow. Okay. There you go. I did just say I just read Australian synth duo, and yeah. I said that. Richard, no, I, I'm pretty sure I have the record. I bought it at the independent label market. At the independent label market. Oh, okay. Interesting stuff. Uh, next one from me, uh, some sort of music concrete, uh, industrial sort of stuff from Tamaga, uh, who we've played on the podcast before. Their debut album was Futura Grotesque. It's absolutely brilliant. It's one of my favourites. And not only that, but they're just getting better and better. They played at Corsica Studio, uh, Corsica, at Cafe Otto uh, for me, Babi Yaga's Hut Night, on, uh, this last week on Monday, supporting a band from the US called Bitchin' Bajas. And they were the best time I've ever seen them. It was, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, face melting stuff. Face melting stuff. They are always great. I mean, I think the first time I saw them was at Supersonic. It was them at Supersonic, wasn't it? Was so, yeah. Them at Supersonic? yeah, I think that was the first time I saw them. And then you've played, put them on before or after then. Yeah, five shows, great. five times I put them on. Now I checked on my, my previous gigs. Yeah, excellent band. Cool. So this came out on tape some months ago, um, but it's now just got a release on vinyl. So it's released on Hands in the Dark Records. And this is just up on the band camp. It's just, uh, it's, it's kind of lots of short songs. Kind of like some of them only like a minute or two long. So I'm just going to play five or six minutes of the first side. Thank you. 
five minutes of Tamaga. I wonder if it's Tamaga or Tamaga. I sort of alternate on it. It's like the Flaming Gods, Flaming Gods. But you should know the fla- Flaming Gods thing. Well, Give I do now. It, after okay. they corrected me. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That must have been an awkward conversation because that was well into like you managing them. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Tamaga is what I've always said, and what yeah, I, Tamaga is what I said. No too. one's ever corrected yeah. me. The record's called Familiar Obstacles. You can get it on digital tape or record on uh, sort of Hands in the Dark, and uh, you can get it on it's Tamaga.bandcamp.com. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that were definitely one of my favourite bands at the moment. Their last record, great, and I remember having a quick ch- chat to them at their Corsica Studios. I think it was. I think when I was DJing for you maybe once, and they were playing once. And they were saying that the next one was much better. They were quite keen to sort of say that this is not their second LP. Yeah. This is just a sort of vinyl version of the tape they released. Oh, right. And that next year it's going to be like actual LP number two. LP number two. Uh, that's one to get very excited about. And one thing that gets me very excited. That's, that's, that's the link. Yeah, that's, link that's, that's the link. Uh, one thing that gets me very excited is new Misty's Big Adventure material. Misty's are a band I've been a fan of for more years than I care to remember. Um, always been very fun, uh, very silly, but you know, see, I think as they get older and maybe more cynical, they get a bit sillier. Anyway, they've got an EP coming out uh, today, if you're listening on Monday, which is called How Not to Get Into the Music Industry. It's a short EP. It comes with a book uh, guide on how not to get into the music industry written by uh, Grandmaster Gareth, the lead singer and awesome musician of, on his own right. Which you released a record on your own label, I, nonetheless. I did. I oh, did. I am, I am completely biased on that point, but I, you know. Fantastic record. There you go. So, and the, the reviews say so too. Yeah. Uh, so Which it, you can purchase. Which you, Off Gareth. Which you can, yeah. Find me and you can purchase <laughs> it. Or you can purchase it... Um, gmsounds.com actually yeah oh, there you go okay. I think it still works but we'll wait and see <laughs> anyway yeah they've got a new EP coming out this is a track from it it's called Nom 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 <laughs> Nom 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 for Misty's Big Adventures EP How Not to Get Into the Music Industry uh, One of the things that uh, attracted me to well, noticing about the record was on Facebook um, they were talking about how Robin Thicke was looking for a car themed song in the urban genre so this comes from Gareth's talked about this on stage before as well in the past where uh, he went since he got a publishing deal for like songwriting he would then get these like sort of commissions from like you know, Big pop stars. I mean, Robin Thicke. Well, they just put it out to everyone. Who's yeah, so it's just. Rosters, yeah, so. it's not like yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not like Beyonce saw <laughs> Grandmaster Gareth. It's like I know who I want to write yeah, my next hits. Heard the story but, uh, of love and was like, yeah, you. After she heard uh, Doctor Drake's Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Drake wants a pint of milk. So <laughs> buys a pint of milk. Yeah. That's the guy. 
guy. If it had been Jay-Z buys a pint of milk, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe she'd have wanted that, but, you know, missed opportunity, Gareth. Anyway, but, um, yeah, so he gets those. But there was one thing on Facebook that I wrote saying that Robin Thicke was looking for a car-themed song in the urban genre. I had already written one about my car called Intense Blue Kangoo, so I sent it to him. He didn't like it. <laughs> So I haven't heard I haven't heard that song, but it is it is on that same EP. It's available from Bandcamp, mistiesbigadventure.bandcamp.com, and yeah, it's called How Not to Get into the Music Industry. They have a um, between albums, they tend to do a lot of silly songs like that and lots of like compilations of silly things. And yeah, they have a new record coming out probably next year, I imagine. Nice. Um, next one from me. Last one from me. Before I introduce you with it. Uh, what well, same thing we say every single week that if you're listening on Mixcloud or something like that you can subscribe on iTunes on uh, Pocket Casts Acasts um, Podcast Republic all the places and if you want to just please spread the word about podcasts if you like the podcast if you like what you hear please pass it along to your friends post it online or tell us if you found a new amazing song from the podcast yeah exactly That's yeah. let us know because it's always nice to know nice to know that people are listening because we don't always know pretty sure you're out there yeah <laughs> the, the numbers say you are so. <laughs> yeah. um so the last one from me is an artist from Algeria it's from the 70s it's um Eight mess mess We almost got through the whole podcast without a really abysmal translation. Yeah, abysmal. Yeah. Okay, we got there in the end. There's a, a DJ and booking agent uh, by the name of Fitz, who um, you know, who I know, he's a great record collector and a DJ of music from all over the world. And he posted on his Facebook this track uh, with saying like some like Algerian disco. I was like. Algerian disco, you say? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, yes and I mean, I'm not, I know someone who might like that. I'm not sure I've ever really listened to any music from Algeria. So, sort of obviously French-speaking, North African. Um, Would that be is some of that on the Saharan cell phones comp? It's Algeria into the Sahara. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think there was anything. Uh, don't think there's anything from Algeria on there. Um, but yeah, so this is this. So apparently, he was like he was pretty well known in his native country and he did uh, a lot of records I checked on his Discogs account a lot of records that, that I want and this is one from him it's called El Fen and uh, yeah thank you Fitz for the recommendation
انت ما شافو صغار يماس يحفظي تيبوي تزيد في شويق هادي بدو هادي اسمو السوس بيك سرحي وقرجو بيس هاموش نكتاويق اسم الناضي حد الكرموس هاسا صغار في بيس نغمولاش يغديرنا الدخيق Meslane, tracks called El Fem. Yep, yeah, don't know too much about the guy uh, or anything about Algerian music for that matter, but I just thought it was a great song. Well, it's a good job people don't come to the Independent Music Podcast for new music knowledge. <laughs> well, yeah. Foreign music knowledge. Yes. Sorry guys, I tried to look him up a bit, but it's just like a couple of lines on Wikipedia in the French Wikipedia translated. Ait uh, uh, Meslane, his real name is Ben Hapbayosh Idir was born in 1944 and died in 2000, is a singer in Algeria, singer, songwriter of Algerian music style, Kabyle. Yeah, nice. There we go. <laughs> that's it, that's it, that'll do it. Um, yeah, so thank you as always for listening to the Independent Music Podcast. Uh, it's uh, another fun week. We'll be back next Monday with more amazing tunes. I haven't said what number this is for the first time virtually ever, but that's because I don't know what number it that is. is. 84? <laughs> because we get <laughs> 126? We're definitely not into the 80s yet. Are we not? But no, we did a repeat of 44 last week, so I think that's what's thrown you. Aren't we in the 80s? Nope, we're not. Only your waistcoat is in the 80s. You can, you can tell on this that Gareth does everything. The podcast is like a 90% Gareth on the or 99% Gareth Thanks, on the man. work and then 1% me I yeah. just come along I'm just a talking head who provides some songs well we get 50-50 on the play that's yeah. fine <laughs> that's fine um, yeah so thank you for listening as Anthony said before if you want to send us music you can do Facebook's probably the best place to do it so it's facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast and the track we're going to end with is from a really great track that was sent through to us through that through that channel uh, it's by a Portuguese band. I don't know if I'm wondering, right, if they got if they heard about the podcast through our Milioish por- special, maybe. But like, no one that I know um, from Portugal likes the band on Facebook or anything like that. There's no links like that. But you know, maybe the Milioish special mm-hmm. encouraged them along. Anyway, so this is a band called Honda One Thirty. Uh, they formed this year. They've got an EP coming out called The Big Mole. There's not they they are on Facebook, but they've got one of those really annoying URLs that's really not very helpful to like um, to, to say, say to say because it's got loads of numbers in it. But yeah, you can find them quite easily. This is a track from their EP. It's called Monkey, and yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Thank you very much.